a sensible song while I'm knitting my bulldog a bit. Sing a you sensible song till all the cows she come a home. And I'm a sing it in algebra too. Hey, bet you like it plenty much, cause I make it rhyme. I notice. I'm a sing all about chicken the soup. It's a taste good when it's a fried. I'm a croon a nicer tune about my bunions. And my uncle who's a do impressions of onions. Shouldn't sing a you sensible song, cause I ain't been well since I died. Yes, sing a song that's sensible, and having written, move on. For Gangadin is paradise now. On the Avon, quoth the raven, up like thunder comes the dawn. A loaf of bread, an eye of newt, and thou. Yes, you're mighty like a rose, but only God can make a tree. By the shores of Gitchigumi will be one. Said Damagru, oh, come into the garden, Maud, with me. And if you can, you'll be a man, my son. Please won't you sing me a sensible song, one that's matured in old kicks. Sing about teaching your walrus to drown, all for one and three for five and two hard-boiled eggs. Make that three hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> song, won't you please me a singable sense, let every fat flock unfoil. Vocalize about the cries of molecules mating. Yodel, toochie, foochie, ice cream through a grating. Sense, won't you song me a pleasable sing? Cause my oyster's expecting a pile. So it's flyer that kite. Break into jail. Uh, kick me good night. Do you inhale? Oh, drop of that gun. Let him eat bread. Uh, page 21. Bring out your dead. So. Put on your open-toed boots and sarong And sing me a sensible I'm a singer, you sensible Sit on the fence-able Nervous and pensable Shillings and pensable Locked in the gensable Sing me a sensible Hey, boss, that's just some shirt he's got there, huh? I'll have a chocolate malted, please. This is very small. Gentlemen. Hey, you call this gentleman. That's pretty good. What? He's really from cue cards, folks. Ignore him. What do you think it is about the Marx Brothers that's made their humor so enduring? Well, I think it's because they're funny, I think that probably helps. Yeah, they're funny. Don't you think so? And they're dead. There's nothing better than people who are funny and dead. Look at us. Look at him. Uh, Noel, tell me, uh, is your mother French? Uh, no. Then uh, why does she call you Noel and not Christmas Edmonds? <laughs> Just imagine if you've been Jewish, they could have called you Hanukkah Edmonds. And if you've gone to a Jewish wedding, you could have thrown Hanukkah rice. <laughs> if that's your idea of a good time. But you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finding this very difficult. I've got to ask one of you to step out of character, please. Well, allow me. There Thank we you. are. Thank <clears throat> you, Frank. Now, for how long have you been Marx Brothers addicts? Uh, well, really since, um, oh God, I can't work this out in time, but um, since uh, a brilliant Marx Brothers addict called Dick Vosper 
wrote a Marx Brothers show called A Day in Hollywood, A Night in the Ukraine that I wrote the music for as well. And Michael and I played Groucho and Chico when we did it at the Edinburgh Festival. And since then, we've kind of been brothers inextricably. And it's led to our being in a wonderful um, radio series for Radio 4 called Flywheel, Shyster and Flywheel, which is a recreation of a genuine Marx Brothers show from 1932. And folks, if you're listening in July to Radio 4 on Saturday mornings, you can hear the third series of Flywheel, Shyster and Flywheel. Are you capable of dressing up like that, a remarkable likeness, and not doing the voice? No. That's why I'm keeping the voice up, folks. I'm really a nice Jewish kid from Tottenham, but if you think I'm going to talk like that with this up, you're mistaken. <laughs> Catch me later. The thing is that um, when we are actually playing the Marx Brothers, we do feel like addicts because we feel we have a real responsibility to um, perpetuate the, the image of Groucho and Chico. And um, if Harper were here to... Perpetuate the image of Harper. Yeah. I mean, He'd you, have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about him? Because Groucho, the real, the, the real Groucho was an acquired taste, wasn't it? I mean, a lot of people found uh, this constant yeah. bombardment quite irritating. I'm still acquiring the taste. It's coming. It's coming. You, what is it, cannibalism? Uh, are you ever aware, Groucho, of irritating people by your, your style of delivery? Fortunately, constantly. <laughs> Fortunately, constantly. Do you, yeah. do you, I can't be right. Shouldn't that be constantly, fortunately? No, it could be. Could do you be. take the addiction to the point that you collect memorabilia or any of the Marx Brothers tapes, scripts, or anything like that? I collect members of the family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his, uh, uh, when I was playing Chico in uh, New York, I was very nervous, and uh, there was a knock on my dressing room door, and I opened it, and this little lady stood there, and she threw open her arms, and she said, Daddy! It was Chico's daughter, Maxine, and we've been very close friends ever since. I feel that I'm okay because she's accepted me. What does she make of him? Um, <laughs> that I can't say. I'm in character now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. But she hasn't met me, fortunately for her. Yes, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, the Addicts 12. Oh, you kept them warm for us. Oh, yes, oh. I have indeed. Okay. I was wanting to make a nice impression <laughs> for you. So, how much do you know about your heroes? Starting with, what were the first names of the Marx Brothers' parents? They were Sam, who was also known as Frenchie, and uh, Minnie. How those many? Were, those were our parents, huh? Those were our parents, yeah, I seem to remember. Yeah. How many children were there in the family? There were five. five. Sexes? Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> Groucho sent a telegram to the exclusive Friars Club in Hollywood. What did it say? It said, I, I refuse to belong to a club that would have me as a member. <laughs> I can understand the feeling, too, folks. Which brother's real name is Leonard? Asami. <laughs> yeah, Asami. Chico. You know why he was called Chico? No. Because he chased the chicks. Oh, really? Yeah, Asher the truth. That's why he wanted to play this one. <laughs> what was the name of the influential New York drama critic? whose rave review helped establish the Marx Brothers. Alexander Wolcott. Yep. What's a gookie? Do you want to do one? Well, I can try. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a look that Harpo used to give. Um, something like... Um... <laughs> something like that. Yes. In what year did the Marx Brothers broadcast the original radio show, Flywheel, Shyster and Flywheel? 1932. Yep. I remember it as if it were yesterday. What was the title of the boys' last film for Paramount? Duck soup. Year? 33. <gasps> I'm 30. sorry, it's 33. Has it got 32 there? 
maybe it was January 33 and... I can't remember. It was 70 years ago, folks. How could you remember when you last made a movie? It was probably written in 32. It was written in 32. What was Flywheel's reason for including the name Shyster in the name of his law film? Because Shyster was a character who ran off with his wife, so he put his name on the door as a token of his gratitude. <laughs> you want to listen to the series, folks, if you like that joke. There's more like that. The Marx Brothers' great Broadway successes were The Coconuts and Animal Crackers, which great American playwright worked on both scripts. Oh, George S. Kaufman. Correct. What are the names? He knows his daughter as well. He collects uh, Kaufman relatives, <laughs> That's too. That's true. I collect daughters. What are the... Thank you. What are the names, <laughs> names of the two lesser-known Marx Brothers? Oh, Zeppo and uh, Gamo. Yeah. Their real names? Herbert, Herbert and Milton. Indeed. And finally, what was the name of Flywheel's secretary? Miss Dimple! Oh, well done. You are indeed Marx Brothers Addicts! <laughs>